0: Hi, I'm John, and this is John Helps You Write Better, so it's time to write better. I was talking to a writer the other day about their uh, marketing strategy and how they were thinking about framing their story and pitching it because they had just finished. They were were feeling pretty good about having a a finished piece of work, but they were completely lost when it comes to constructing the pitch and making somebody want to read it. They weren't entirely sure that if the shoe was on the other foot and they were a reader looking for a story that they'd want to read their work which is always going to make me scratch my head because you have to be your loudest, proudest cheerleader. And I think too often so many writers, because they've failed to get that support, they failed to get encouragement along the way, they're so quick to knock themselves down and assume their stuff isn't any good. I think on some level because they're assuming that other writers are getting like massive kudos along the way, and since they're not, somehow the work didn't automatically merit it. We're talking about how to frame their marketing and, and what's going on. And with some disgust, the, the person was talking to me. They said, well, maybe I'll just scrap the whole campaign, the whole plan, and just start over. And I asked, well, how, how often have you started over? What 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 round or revision is this? They're like, oh, this will be my fourth attempt to market or pitch. And I, I, I wonder why. I wonder why not because, you know, four is a bad thing and if you can't get it by like two, you're terrible and you shouldn't do it at all. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with why would you be so frustrated by throwing it away and trying again? I get that it's hard. I get that it's difficult. I get that especially when you don't have a lot of familiarity with the tools or you're just not comfortable doing it in the first place. It can feel like I want to do this once and get it right and never have to do it again. But as we know with so many other things, writing is a process with sections that repeat, whether we're talking about writing chapters or pages or scenes or acts or series or whatever. You're going to be doing a lot of the same stuff over and over, and hopefully, ideally, you get better at it as you go. Pitching and marketing is one of those things. Your ability to pitch is not a sign that you're a bad writer. Your ability to pitch is a sign as to whether or not you're Able to pitch. That's it. That's all it is. And pitching is just talking to someone else. And I know that for some people, that's a very, very simplistic thing because they're bringing a lot of baggage in with marketing. They think marketing has to come in a certain way, it has to sound a certain way, it's got to use certain websites or certain software or certain phrases. It's got to include like a stupid freebie or some dumbass promo or some bullshit like that. And it doesn't. It does not need to do that at all. Marketing is a conversation, only instead of a one-to-one conversation, like I'm talking to you and you're standing in front of me and you're able to respond right away, the response we're trying to get in that marketing is somebody saying, yeah, I'm going to buy this book. I'll check it out. Not just giving you the lip service of checking it out or saying like, yeah, I'll totally get that when I get a chance. And we all say that to people all the time and we all totally know we're not actually going to do it. I mean like their literal actual response to you saying the thing is their interest being provoked and then going out and getting the book or the series or the download or the whatever. And I know I'm making it sound very like, big and hyperbolic and a little bit easy. And this is where a lot of people start pushing back. And this is where the the writer I was talking to started pushing back because they thought I was making it so simple. And of course, it's easy for me. I'm good at it. Look, I'm great at pitching and I'm terrible at marketing. I can point to a long career where not a lot of people know me, certainly not nearly enough people know me. And I say this all the time, But I'm still out here trying. I'm still doing the best I can. But in terms of pitching, pitching I can do because pitching is just communicating. Pitching is just narrowing your focus to a single set of ideas. Out of all the possible could be ideas, you pick a few, you line them up, and you express them in a way that makes your story, which you're only representing in this one dimension, make that sound appealing. For instance, if you were to roll up on somebody and ask them, hey, what do you want for lunch? They could give you any number of options, right? And if you're, you're trying to go on a date or you're trying to connect with somebody and make plans, when somebody says something like, oh, what do you want for lunch? Oh, I could eat anything. That is, that is fundamentally unhelpful for your pitch about lunch. And when, when you ask somebody, well, what, what do you like to read? Oh, I like to read a lot of things. If you ask a vague question at the start, you will get a vague answer in response because the person answering doesn't see the incentive in being specific. You have to lead them a little. You have to steer them just a little. So rather than say, hey, what do you want for lunch? Lead them with a bit more of an offer. Hey, I was thinking about getting some Mexican for lunch. What kind of tacos are you in the mood for? You're suggesting tacos, and if they want to push back and if they want to say, no, I'm really down for some nachos or whatever, cool, that's fine. But you've at least got to lead them a little so that you're not getting that vague answer. Oh, you know, do you want to read a sci-fi story? Is really vague. But if we can focus that at the beginning, at the start of our pitch, are you looking for a sci-fi story where the princess rescues herself? then all of a sudden we're we're starting to steer the story and plant ideas in the listener's mind. And it becomes more of a conversation, even though we can't hear, I'm making air quotes, we can't hear the person's response. We just have to imagine they're like, yeah, that sounds good. Keep talking. And then we keep talking. Once we start steering the pitch, we don't necessarily want to like, over constantly course correct. You know how like when we're when we're fake driving a car in a movie, like we're constantly moving the wheel a little left and right. We don't want to do any of that because that one looks stupid, and two, it isn't actually how people do things. So rather than constantly oversteer, where we're trying to like double down, once we hit the steering point, once we get to that point of like I've got their interest because I've focused their initial you know starting point, whether I frame it as a question or not is irrelevant. But once I focus them at the start. I don't need to hyper-double down and go for even big bigger stakes right away because that doesn't make logical sense. Hey, do you want to read a sci-fi story where the princess rescues herself? Is enough of a, of a door opening to turn around and say something to the effect of, well, in this particular story, put your title here, in this particular story, the rogue with a heart of gold and the reluctant farm boy show up at the wrong place, and it is up to the princess to rescue herself from the detention center. So, arming a, armed with a blaster and a can't-miss attitude and a whole variety of, well, frankly, cliches and snark, because uh, I'm making up a story, who, ma- who cares? The princess fights her way out of the detention center. In fact, the princess regularly has to find a way to rescue herself because, have you seen these people around her? Idiots. A bunch of idiots. And then we move on the story from there. You take one decision you've made. Here's how here's one way, not the only way, not the not the carved in stone way, not the best universal one size fits all way, just one way. Just one way. Take that one way and you follow it forward and you learn when to stop talking. Way too many marketing campaigns drag on and on and on and on and on because frankly everybody's just trying to keep you engaged. And they think that if I just chain together one more thing, one more paragraph, one more sentence, one more story, beat, you've got to be engaged, that you won't just suddenly walk away or start tuning out or, or delete the email. One more thing, one more thing, one more thing. And it's not about constantly having things. It's not about constantly making installments like payment plan. It's about having the sense to say, here is my complete idea. I can deliver it confidently. And, and that's enough. When you want to focus your marketing, rather than open the door for something vague, start with focus. And then develop along that line incrementally, but know when to stop. You don't have to double down. I mean, I understand the tension and the anxiety. Ooh, they're showing interest. I better I better keep going. I got to go a little faster. But temper that. Slow it down. Stay the course. Just make your points. Get in and get out. It's hard to do. Sure, it's hard to do, but you need to practice this. And I can't keep stressing enough because some of you were coming back to me and saying, like, well, how do I practice this? Just talk to the mirror. Talk to yourself while you're brushing your teeth. Talk to yourself while you're pouring a drink, while you're having dinner, while it's just you hanging out. Talk to yourself. Practice your pitch, ridiculously so. Try coming at it from this direction, that direction. Make a thing up. Just rehearse it. Even if you're not sure you're doing it right, doing it at all is doing it right. It's it's strange, I know, because you're expecting some kind of format. Pictures are way too variable. We could talk about the story where the princess rescues herself in terms of the stupid people around her, in terms of the princess's agency, in, in the general context of the world where this has to happen at all. The, the nature of sci-fi, the kinds of tropes we're subverting, whatever. We can come at this a bajillion different ways. We just need to make a decision. And whatever decision we make, we have to treat as though it's correct. Because we don't want to come up here and, you know, um, kind of, sort of, would you maybe? No, nah, you don't have to. You know what? Like, you don't want to back your way out of your own pitch. Come with it. Stand there and stand toe-to-toe with it and do your best. But it starts not with feeling frustrated about, oh, i got to try this again. Good, be excited to try it again. We're going we're gonna to come up with a different way. Then think about all the different ways we can do it. We can go in this direction and that direction, and I've got pitches prepared for that so that no matter what, I don't have to scramble to, oh, my God, I've got to come up and do another pitch. You've got all these things prepared because you've been practicing. Practice your pitches. Steer the listener a little bit more and give yourself some credit think about that and i'll talk to you tomorrow by the way if you like this podcast and everything's been going great and you're digging the sound and and the the length and all that you have uh two things you can do one you can support uh me and everything i'm doing over on patreon patreon.com john helps you write better and you can also uh, check out descript descript is the uh, complete podcasting software suite that not only allows you to create audio but also video podcasts, although I'm not making a video podcast, but it allows you to transcribe, create audio, edit, as simple as editing a Word doc. For more details, go check out descript.com. It's fantastic. I'll talk to you tomorrow.